very large, very flighty, beasty sleeping towards you, as you all are prone, laying on the ground. Oh, fuck. Wait, is that a face armor Uh, no. Is it, uh, can you describe the creature? Yeah. Yes. So it is fucking big. Like, like talking larger than large. Larger than large. It could pick you up in its half. Oh, fuck. It could pick Gary up? It probably could pick me up. It would have a hard time getting off the ground. With you in its challenge, but, it, like, but it's it's, it's a big it's a big baby. Okay. Um, yeah, like do we get any preparation? Um, well, you've been asleep for a really long time, so you've all completed a long rest. Oh, oh thank, thank God. you. Thank God. All my five keep oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, how Every single time. And who is with us? So we have you have Terrence, Terrence. Terrence. you have Cassandra, you have the three students. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, two. Oh right. Going Wait, yeah, one one got burned up. Which one got caught going through? The one with the big shot. Yeah, the human, I think. Yeah, the, and so the, the big shot. and then. What was the other one? The one with the sign. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I, and then, um, how, do, do we know how long we've been out of the world? And in the dream world? No, we don't know. Where's the guy? It looks to be like it's twilight, so early morning, late day. Oh, okay. Is oh, we don't know. Yeah. Like elf man still? He is. All the way at the end of the bridge. Okay, so oh, he's shit. getting out of Dodge. Smart. You just left us? I mean, I would if I were him too. Well, he doesn't look like he's so much left you. Like, he's on guard at the other end he's of the bridge. He's just going. He's just, like, not, he's not interested in protecting you. He's right. not interested in protecting yeah. him. But we're kind yeah. of in the yeah. middle, right? Yeah, like, you're, you're in the middle. Um, over on the other side of the bridge by the golem or the town? The town. Okay. Wondering if I like, would I have a second to like recast mage armor, or are we going directly? I mean, you're sure. you're prone, um, and I'm gonna describe the monster again, so and I'll have a fresh image of it, and then we can discuss that. Cool. Um, so this thing is huge. It has enormous dark brown wings, and it has maybe a moose would be the correct description, more like an elk. Oh, oh my god. god. Okay. Um, with great antlers that spike forward. Um, and it has an elk's kind of like mane almost, like a, a like the volume. The throat mane that they have. Down. Um, but above that is this huge mouth that's full of pointy, conical shaped teeth. Um, and then it doesn't have any, it doesn't have any crunch legs, it's just the wings. And then it's, it's hindquarters are taken up by an eagle's talons and tail. An eagle's tail. Feathery or leathery? Feathery. This is important information. <laughs> <clears throat> 
So those of you who would like to at this point can make nature checks to see if you would recognize what the fuck this is. Um, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. children, if their parts are, uh, if they're in, like, frightening stories for children or, like, if they're, you, you know, like, um, uh, the one about the, the, the witch of winter or whatever and the, and the magic lion, or, or if they're, like, notably valuable, like the dark mantle was, or if they're an elf thing, like, there's a couple of things that are, like, just elf, like, fae stuff. I like, think you'd probably know. What? Like the Will of the Wisps. Like the Will of the Wisps, where he's like, 100%, like, this is just, like, some fucking fae shit. Don't chase it. But if it's not any of those, I don't see why he would know it. So, I would say you can recall your begging, begging, um, someone that you know who was an elf that was close to you. Um, or scary stories, and then dredging up this story of a creature that seems similar, and you know it was called a periton. But you periton? Periton. Periton. Hmm. You don't know anything about it other than just remembering the name. Weird. Well, that's not very useful, but I think it's cool. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I think I'm getting my crossbow ready. <laughs> we better just uh, from laying down. Well, take no, I was already armed, but that was, that was in the dream. But oh yeah, okay. but to stand up, that's half our movement, yeah. right? And yes, and I would say it thinks that you're asleep because you're still on the ground, but standing up will start initiative um, taking if you need your action to start initiative. So. Like, you kind of have a moment to do something. How close am I um, to uh, Spencer on the ground? Like, can I reach him? Spencer, where are you lying next to me? Did you ever decide that? I think that I remember, I might be wrong, but I saw Carberry trying to lay down somewhere where um, she was hidden. And I thought that was a good idea, so I tried to do something similar, but, like, I don't remember doing, like, a stealth roll. And this whole place is so wide open, you know? I just want to know if I could reach you, if I could touch you while I was still lying down. Well, you guys... Probably not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm definitely next to you. So, it depends on who you're next to. Oh, you're right, yeah. Oh. A 
scene. How how well did Spencer like everybody before he went to sleep? Yeah, maybe. I mean, you got those long arms. Yeah. I just want to um, reach out very slowly, like my arm on mm-hmm. the ground, and cast resistance on Spencer. Okay. Um, and that means that uh, you can roll a d4 and add that number to one's aiming throw of your choice. Um, resistance. Yeah, and you can do that before or after you do the throw. So you can decide it after you've rolled the dice and you've got a bad number or whatever. But I'm just going to cast that on you because I'm worried about Spencer. You know, I'm the only one I think who's never taken any damage in this game. (laughs) No, it is not. Oh, it's plus six, right? 13. <laughs> yeah. And on the subject, I'm going to reach over to Renora and I'm going to cast guidance on her. Okay, so you move it. Oh, oh, wait, oh, wait. oh, I can't just like. Oh, no, he's right there. Like, I'm like, because we were right next to each other. Yeah, but are you Let's holding hands? Like, please oh, 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 yeah. Okay. Dude, I would. Oh, no. Oh. So, yeah, you're right. I'll think oh, better. Okay. Um, I want to get in a move. Okay. Um, I feel like we're all probably kind of next to Gary because Gary's large. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna try to do mage armor on both of us. Well, Will that work if I like get up though? Do you have? Um, I have very light armor, so my armor class is eleven. Yeah. Okay. Your dex is zero. Yeah, my dex is zero. Okay. I have. I think I have a higher armor. Because your deck's yeah, bigger yeah, than yeah. yeah. And yeah. armor class, in the context of the game mechanic works, is not just in terms of how heavy of armor you're wearing, it's also how fast you move. Yeah. yeah. So, like, how so hard you are to hit. My yeah, is exactly. zero, but I'm wearing light armor, so that's a plus one. So I'm yeah. It's pretty good. Like, I have a fairly good armor class because I just am fast. Yeah. Right? yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, hey guys, I always forget. I, oh, I, mean, I never defense, so I also get to add my wisdom modifier as well, which is one, so. You should remember, I never, I really, I know, right? I'm just fine. Because if you don't tell, like, if you tell me I can hit you, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> and then when you pass, supposedly, guidance, what does that increase my armor cost? It doesn't increase it. It's just well, one to get it. It's a D4, anyway. but we didn't do it, because okay. I... No, uh, I know we didn't do it, but I just work. Not to lock away to raise my number. And your your um whatever weapon you had had enchanted is no longer plus one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was right. Can I do this? Because it's technically two spells, so I don't know if I could. I will. Uh, is it? Talk to me about a spell. Is it verbal? Is it just? It's just touch. I think. Yeah. Ooh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's verbal semantic and M. I don't know, it, it's a lot, so probably one. Me. Verbal semantic material. Oh, yeah, I'm Do you have anything that you need to do? I mean, here's the thing. I don't think there's anything I can do. 
my thought is to very carefully look around and see if I can see the golem, but if it's not attacking us, I probably can't see her, right? So, I guess I'm just going to wait. Okay. Um, I mean, I could hit it with a spell or something, or, or but I can't move enough to knock an arrow even, really. Um, and Terrence was sleeping near the two of you, and so you two noticed Terrence is gone. Terrence has. Oh no! Terrence bounced away! And he's just like, oh no, this is too cute. <laughs> Guys, I don't know, maybe he'll just reappear <laughs> in the middle of battle. He's invisible. I don't know. Oh no, we got him too drunk and he started loving us. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh man, I love you guys. Yeah. Well, that puts a damper on my heist. Depending on where this thing is. 
what did Jake have? I had a seven. Oh, you're eight. Okay. <laughs> Do not invoke the ice. <laughs> um, so Tom's then. You? Spencer. Yeah. 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 Fun! God, I can only imagine. I don't think her reflexes are that great. I mean, in terms of quick things. Okay, so what would you like to do? Um, I think I'm just gonna like literally. Oh, if we move, yeah, I'm gonna lay there. I'm just gonna like. Okay. Chance the fact that like he doesn't see us. But that also, he doesn't see that she's not armed. Yeah, I'm, I'm still gonna lay there. I think like I was about to ready or ready in action, or can I do that stealthily? Like, can I? You could use um, like patient defense, and like, isn't that something you can do as a monk? It's a key point thing. Yeah, I don't think I have patient defense. I think everybody has some kind of defense. I mean, I have a thing where I just don't attack, but it puts the attacker on disadvantage. Watch. Oh, okay. it's not anything. Like, yeah, you don't get to do anything. Yeah. So I'm gonna like literally. So you're holding your hand. Yes. Okay. Cool. Carbury. Oh. Shoot. Uh-huh. Okay, so how far away would you say this? Um, it is. I would say um, it's maybe uh, thirty feet of air above you, and kind of as you guys are all like tensely waiting, you can feel the air and the atmosphere changing as you guys all like, tense up, preparing yourselves mentally, if not physically, yet to deal with this new attack. Cassandra, who's behind you, sits up bolt upright bolt up right, and starts screaming, Help us! Help us! Oh my fucking hell! And it screeches again. Alright. Alright, well, I. You can re enter the order at any point before someone else starts to turn. I'm gonna try to shatter it. Okay. Yeah! Sounds good. Yeah, I feel like it got shattered. A sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense. I'm looking like from a point of your choice within range, each creature in a 10 foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a constitution saving throw for 3d8 thunder damage, half as much on a successful constitution save. So, whether um, organic material has disadvantaged. Non-magical object isn't, that isn't being worn or carried all sorts of damage, so I'm assuming you said it was about 30 feet up, so I can center this on it without hitting any of us. Yep. Okay. Well, monster are about two, so I think it's going to Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right, let me figure out which one of these is the D8. So. Why do you do that? Um, Sasha, could you spell periton for me? P-E-R-Y-T-O-N. Oh, that's way off what I had in my notes. P-E-R-Y-T-O-N. T-O-N. Okay. Nine points of thunder damage. Great. And it's loud, so... It's fucking loud. Yeah. Good job. You, yeah. made, it, you made it loud. Um, I'll re-enter at this point. 
So Renora's like right next to me, so right? Yeah. Alright. So first thing, I want to stand up, and then I'm going to reach over, and I'll, all I have to do is apparently touch the weapon. Cool. So I'm going to touch your crossbow, is now your magic plus one plus damage yeah. crossbow. Which I'm, is magic damage too, which is sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Yeah. Okay. So, Talk to me about Spiritual Weapon. So... Uh, you create a floating spectral weapon within range that lasts for the duration or until you cast the spell again. When you cast the spell, you can make a melee spell attack and it just acts like a standard weapon. Right. So I want, like, right next to, like, the head of the creature, just this very long, like, intricate, like, metal wooden staff almost. Mm-hmm. Just, like, almost like a Metal wooden, you're getting more information <laughs> on metal wooden. <laughs> so it's a lot, it's an intricate wood carving, but, like, metal insets at the top of it. Okay. It's, like, it's made of kind of spiritual energy, but you can tell by, like, the way the grain's working. You know that that, can, that doesn't really work on metal. So it just gives that impression. It's almost like a uh, monk's forearm, I guess. Okay. And so that's going to attack the creature. Okay. And so that's... That is a 22 to hit. That hits. And then that's... Uh, that is a D8, which I'm also trying to find. 8 plus... Uh, what's it? No, no, it's 4. Okay, that is tw- uh, 12 points of damage. Great. And then... I, so, getting up takes half an hour, right? Yes. And then I'm at the very edge of the group, away from the creature. Sure. Well, I thought we were in, like, the semi circle. Yeah, I don't... I, we didn't really decide on positions. And I, I like to run, like, as far with, like, the limited movement that I have left, which is, like, 15 feet. I'm going to step away from the group and start banging my shield and make my hammer. I'm going to just yell at it, like, come give you ugly son of a deer, angel <laughs> monster... You really had me going there for a minute, Grace, and I, I, I was waiting. I was on the edge of my seat. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, I will say that, like, um, I think, let's say, Gary, you're a big person. Um, so you have a, a lot of surface area, and you feel a little dribbles and actually blood coming from the monster, and you look up and you can see its ears are bleeding. 
Um, oh, and it definitely didn't hurt you. Oh, that's actually pretty good. No, like, that's actually good. They can't hear anything. God. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Alright, so I'm, for two seconds, this mental image of Renora knocking this thing from just like a really wrestling move, suplexing this thing. I know. Uh, <laughs> Be excited for me for the fact that I did. You did a lot of damage. I would like to stand up. Um cast chill touch on it. Okay. Tell me how is chill touch working in? It says I create a ghostly hand in the space of a creature within range. It doesn't sound like it like comes out of me like a bolt. It sounds like it just appears there. I make a ranged spell attack, which I haven't done yet, and then it takes 1d8 necrotic damage if it hits. Cool. Creepy. Ah, uh, no. It's, uh, let's see, it's a 2 plus 4. It's a 6. <laughs> Does it does it hit or not? No. No. Okay. So can I use the rest of my movement to run towards where the side of the bridge with the golem? Yeah, that's towards where Tongs is. That's fine, I guess. I like Tongs. He's strong and hard to eat. Uh, and I would like to yell in Dwarvish, um, Miss Miss Golem, Miss Golem, please help. <laughs> Okay, you get no response. Well, she can't talk, but maybe she can hear me or something. I don't know. <laughs> Big freaky monster. That's cool. I'm just so Yeah, Sanders trying to get the um, the knight that you guys meditated with to come help, and he's not helping. Um, and so she's ordering her former captors to kind of like get back, and if they're running um, towards that end. So the range is the opposite end. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, that's actually really smart. It's smart. Yeah. So, um, and then that is Okay, I am going to produce a flame, um, and then I'm going to hurl it at the creature because it's now within 30 feet, right? Yeah. Eight plus five, that's thirteen. Is that hit? That does Sweet. So it takes it only takes one D of fire damage, so not like not like amazing. It's something. That's something. Seven points of fire damage. Nice. Okay, I'm sure. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay, which brings us to the Um Okay, so it's going to use its special skill. Yeah. Um, it's going to dive towards Harvey because she looks like the easiest meal. <laughs> <laughs> You're small. <laughs> no, I'm smaller. You have no armor. And you, you are... And you're cowering. You're vulnerable. Yeah, you're yeah. 
Just crouch down. Aren't, aren't she blue? Yeah. Yeah, that's blue. Blue hard to hide. That looks tasty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You also just did a lot of damage to it, so. Yeah. But you're hard to Yeah. I'm not, I'm not appetizing, right? Yeah. Um, and it is going to multi-attack. <laughs> Okay. 
I don't know if it's going to work, because I suck when I'm rolling. Maybe the other one works. It had to fail. <laughs> but we're going to go for it. Anyway. All right. So, which bolt? Um, ooh. It is. Perfect. Yeah, I got a 16 right off the bat. Nice. Uh, so that's going to be 1d12 lightning damage. And then, once again, every turn. And how long is that? Oh man! Oh babe! For a minute. Okay, okay. So it did it. It just it hasn't had time to. Well, I'm charged up. Take the passage. Yeah. But now it also can find me no matter where I am because there's a lightning string between <laughs> us. There's not a lesson. Great song for the scene if you're happy and you know it's not like that. No one class. Everyone's just like, no. Alright, uh, so I want the pull arms to like, whip around like a almost missile targeting system and just like fly towards the thing. What's the movement speed? 20 feet. So if it's that close, it could get close enough. But I don't know how far it is. It made like a V shape. Okay, that's what I thought. So, so you do not want to go back to this, this no. proximity it's, of that weapon. It's going to keep going straight towards it, but in the meantime, like it's just kind of heading in that direction. Okay. Okay, then I'm, I'm going to go ahead and cast Sacred Flame as the candle. <laughs> Everything you do is so cool. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Just cool names, not very much. So it has to make a dexterity saving throw. Cool. Two. Two. You get me loaded, dice! Master plan all <laughs> okay, so it takes four radiant damage. Okay, that's fine. Wait, am I after you? Yeah. Does I'm I'm after Tongs? Yeah. It's not a guiding bolt if you don't have advantage of that's in your ass. That's what I was trying. I can I never get those. Uh, I always forget about those. I guess this makes sense. Do we no, I got resistance. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You do still have it, but... I'm just looking for a way to use these extra 2d6 I've got if I ever hit anything. Well, it's your turn, isn't it? Yeah. Alright, right, I'm gonna... Jesus. Do I see the golem? Can I see her from where I am? Oh my god. No, it's, it's misty, and it's actually... It's just starting to drizzle a little bit. It's just my thought is that she's so big and tough, and this is kind of her job, but she didn't seem to hear me, and I can't see her. So I'm going to try and hide behind tongs, and um, I'm going to... Stealth check? Well, not actually hide. Like, I don't think I can actually hide. Like, that's the thing. If you're using him as a human shield, let's call yes. him a warforged shield. Yeah. I mean, tongs made for him. Yeah. All right, I will, t- I will do a stealth check then. Why not? <laughs> Um, six plus four, ten. You are not well hidden. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think I'd be. Anyway, I want to try and hit it with chill touch again. <laughs> want to do what? I want to hit it with chill touch. Okay. Uh, and I got a one, so no, I don't. I don't. Wait, a natural one? Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's 
Oh, I don't want to hit tongs with it. Okay, it, you you have this hand and it sh- it comes out from you and it goes like shooting past Tong's shoulder, like whizzing by Tong's head. <laughs> All right, I say, uh, sorry, bud. Just try to shoot at it. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Just, we'll get it next time, buddy. <laughs> um, I don't think I have any more actions left, but can I try and drink my little thing of coffee? Just like, yeah. <laughs> Try and wake up a little bit. <laughs> you've got it in a mug or something that's accessible. I've got it in a little vial in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, you can totally have some coffee now. Like, uh, all right, I drink my little thing of coffee. Is it still warm? <laughs> Work for what? No, it's still warm. warm. No, it is not still warm. It is very coffee. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not even iced. It's like it's like day old coffee. That sucks. That sucks. All right, but I, I, all right. So I now have some coffee inside my system. Hopefully, that will metaphorically make me more awake and able to roll higher than five. Confusing dice. That is nine points of damage. Yeah, yeah. you like sweat them. And um, I'm I'm gonna I will leave it up just for now. So don't run into it, guys. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so you're just like they have like like a good. I'm gonna need some more uh some more flavor there that you're just yeah. like hey don't run into that guys. Uh, hey guys, see this giant. Think of light just yeah. shooting down. Don't touch it or anything. Thanks. <laughs> Evil light. Got it. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Let's just go wide. <laughs> <laughs> like <Rick and> Ralph. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, guys, just don't go and do it, okay? okay. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> we got my parents. <laughs> Um, so it's still real pissed. Yeah. Um, so 
It is going to attempt to multi-attack you because you're the biggest target. That's real. Um, <laughs> no, my insurance was no good to you never know what you ask. And I don't think that's going to hit. Yeah, First one, I'm telling you this. <laughs> Three and two again. I want another team to win. You want Yes. Thank Fourteen. That's more like it. Sorry, Gary. Um, yeah, that is right because it's against whatever. But only one of them. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Wait, no, no, no. It's your AC. My AC? Oh, yeah, that for sure hits. Right, yeah. yeah. yeah for sure. So, okay, so that would be the second, the second attack, which is talons. And so it's it's going to try to reach into your side and take a chunk of you with it as it kind of sweeps past you. Yep. Um, um, so, uh, I'm going to... Not, not this Nine time. points of damage. Nine points of piercing damage. Okay, that's uh... And it's going to fly up into the air, um, not near, like, kind of actually beyond the side of the bridge, so that oh. it is avoiding um, both your we- holy weapon and your. I think I have to make a constitution saving throw anyway, because it's concentration, right? I have to see if I can. Oh, yeah, you're it. right. Oh my god, we're 
talking to the me. Yeah, oh yeah, okay, so like, so the shit show didn't scare you off? <laughs> like, my life is a shit show, because it's what I live for. Okay, are we on the top of the order? Yes. That'd be you. Well, I don't know, guys, I have not been able to hit one time. Terrence is here, so you gotta shoot, you gotta be like, she's like, okay. He's watching. Yeah, shoot between breaths. <laughs> Try not to get too excited. What'd you get? A one. Oh, you're 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 too. So, so you see Derek like run <laughs> towards Tom, and you're just like joink. <laughs> <laughs> and he just goes white. <laughs> turns around and looks at you and just goes. <laughs> <laughs> it like makes Nick Nick Cage eyes at you and then keeps running. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I uh, not on my A game today. So that brings us to uh, is the thing still within 30 feet of me? It's 40 feet up. So no. Okay, it's like 50 which will dissipate. It's out of range now. Um, okay, well, which bolt is gonna dissipate on me. I need a backup plan. That backup plan is... Um... Chill touch. It's got a range of 120 feet. I think that's. How many spells do you have? It's a cantrip. That's why I'm hitting it. That's why I'm using it. Okay. Um, it's it's a great cantrip if the thing isn't dead. Um, 
Yeah, I'm gonna try and hit it with a spooky fucking hand. Yeah, basically. Let's see, that's 14 plus 4 to hit. 18. Yeah, that hits. Alright, cool. So it takes 3 points of necrotic damage. It takes those 3 points. Cool. They're big, that's a big 3 points. Well, I haven't hit anything so far. I mean, in, I mean, I haven't hit it at all so far. So, we're we're doing it. <laughs> okay, Spencer. Yeah. Are you, oh, Spencer, are you done? Yeah. I mean, can I try and hide better? Yeah. Uh, I don't know where I'm gonna hide, but. Yeah, you gotta tell me where you're hiding if you want to try to hide better. Is there? There's tongs. Is there loose rubble or anything? No, the rubble that the rubble that would have existed from like the chunks that have been taken out of this bridge are not here. They've either fallen off the edge or something else has happened to them. Um, is there a lip? Um, like a lip to the bridge? Um, yeah, there's there is. Um, it's cut into like parapets. How tall are the? Is it like knee height? That's all. Mm. Shit, there's no way I can really hide without lying down. Sorry for taking so long, but I, I <laughs> like to try and hide. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm going to try and hide behind Tongs as best I can, because he's seven feet tall. Okay. And I'm six feet tall, so it's not like a huge cover. Okay. Um, roll real well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. 13 plus 4, 17. I would say you can hide a little bit behind Fogs. Like, you're not fully covered, but if, like, it's going to have a harder time hitting you. Um, that's good for cover, but is that enough to try and do sneak attack next time? With disadvantage. Mm. Well, that's weird, because it gets advantage anyway, so it's just a straight <laughs> sneak attack thing. Okay, I got it. Thank you. Sorry. It's okay. I just, I don't know. I'm trying to help you. I don't know how to help you in this situation. There's no good Partially hidden. Yeah. Got it. Okay, is the creature now within 60 feet of where the moonbeam has been? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not next to it. Right, no. I am going to move the moonbeam so it goes, I can move it! Fuck yeah! So at the beginning of its turn, it will have to do another Constitution saving throw for marking the Yeah. And you don't have to make a roll to do it. You just do no. Um, it's uh, you or the creature has to make a Constitution saving throw, and then if it fails, it takes two d10 of damage, and if it succeeds, it gets one d10 of damage. But to move it. It just says, on each of your turns after you cast the spell, you can use an action to move the boosts in any direction. So cool. I'm going to do that. And cool. then I will stay where I am. Sounds good. And then wait for it to The question is, it's still above the bridge? Because, like, is the beam just, like, cutting along the bridge? So? No, it's, the beam is moving like a spotlight moves. So oh, okay. Alright. Um, not, like, I would not do that. Okay, I appreciate <laughs> it's that. It's not moving laterally, it's moving okay. angularly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Good question. Um, so that brings us to the paraton. 
Which do I need to make a constitution okay. saving Four. I don't think that succeeds. Okay, is this the D10? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's two. Eight plus damn. Two. Ten ten points of damage. Nice. <gasps> you have like just leveled this motherfucker. This is so admirable. <laughs> Strong coming from someone who can't run the hitch. Um, Welcome to my last ten <laughs> Yeah, I've just been throwing ghost hands at it. This is all very impressive. Okay, so you're kind of like gesturing to make this movie do what you want, and it sees you. It's not pleased. So it's going to take a dive at you. Um, and that's going to be... I think that's going to hit. Because that's going to be um, a 24 to hit. Oh, fuck yeah! Oh. Yeah, that's it! Oh, well, yeah, bud. <laughs> um, the first attack with a... 8? That doesn't hit. Your armor class should be higher than that. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Second attack, because it's... Wait, but what was the 24 then? Wasn't that to hit? Yeah, you already rolled it. You're right. Yeah, so now you're doing damage. Yeah, I was like, so, okay, so that's gonna be an extra nine points of damage because of the dive. Sweet, that is so great. Plus. Um. Five plus three, so sixteen points of damage for the boring attack, where it's going for the back of your neck. Gary goes down. The moonbeam goes down. Gary is out. <laughs> Gary is on the ground. Are, are you at zero? I, I'm unconscious. Oh, zero, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that went. Yeah. Okay. So Let's it. Do it. So it was sixteen total. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. So it lands above you and just. No. 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 It, you are on the ground and it's over you, protecting its skill. Okay. Um. This is not happening. Okay. No, not a single person there got conscious. Oh, does he have five stolen healing potions? Well, yeah, I do, but her, I can't get to her, right? Like I would. Yeah, like, but it's over me. Yep. Yep. I think this is time for some cleric shit. <laughs> I don't think that they're cleric. That, or it's like, is it my turn to on the ground? No, it's going to be like, this is time where I can knock it prone. On Gary? No, knock it. Yeah, like, I mean, if I can knock it off Gary, it's prone. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Terrence. Terrence, come on. Come through. Terrence was kind of close to you, and he steps out from the side of you and starts running. And just running at this thing. And it's screaming back, but it's not clear whether it's because he's a bard or and he's using some magic to amplify his voice or because you're closer or because he's just that angry. But he's louder than this creature and yelling. And he's pulling in from behind him energy and pushing it towards him. And he's building this fiery ball. And he stops 10 feet in front of this creature, just inclined with his body yelling and just slaps it forward. And it's a huge fireball. And it hits for... Seven 
Seven, somebody keep count. Seven. Five. Twelve. One. Thirteen. Four. Seventeen. Oh, seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, Jake. Hey. I'm unconscious. Eight and nine. And this, the Paratons' feathers are singed and burning, and Real bad. Okay. Alright. One more. And is it going to something arrogant? Okay. I think it's what? Add Dex and. Is it? Yeah. Dex proficiency. Yeah, Dex proficiency. Close one. Oh, yeah, good. It's like 17 or 18. Yeah, okay. All right, guys. All right. It's crossbow time. Maybe I can finish off. That's 19 pages. <laughs> Wait, you know what is good? I thought it was a one. Yeah, I know. And then... Plus one. Yeah, so eight, eight points of crossbow damage. Does that do anything? Yes. So you hit it, and you have, like... Are you... What are you doing while you hit it? <laughs> All right, I am so... Fucking upset that Gary is like on the ground. Like I am, I am also like pulling his hands and just like, <laughs> but it's not. I'm such a small, kind of dainty person where it's just curt and not very. Curt, just like I'm like exuding so much force. It's just like a tennis grunt. <laughs> and uh, you guys see from behind her. Um, those of you that are close to her that are looking at her, her eyes turn black. And her, her hands turn black, stretching from the fingers up towards her arm. Um, and her veins are black as she's screaming. Oh, that's no good. And she fires this crossbow bolt, and it seems like there's some sort of a dark ribbon hanging from it. And it hits the heart of this paraton, and it crashes to the bridge. Oh. On top of Gary, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it crashes to the bridge in an like unoccupied <laughs> spot, okay. um, kind of farther towards the city of dreams beyond where um, Taryn and Gary are. Okay, I'm running to Gary. Like first thing I get, first chance I get. Okay. I do love the visual of like they're all running for the car thing, and then they just <laughs> yeah, in between where you are and where they are. Yeah. I still think I'm just standing there, just kind of like absorbed. Hello. <laughs> and while you guys are starting to run towards Gary class, you see Terrence, and he's still kind of panting, and he turns around, and you you would see this because you're always paying attention to these things. He takes his knife that's still in his hand and reaches towards his belt. And that's the last thing you see as, he's, as his chest burns no. red and he flakes out of existence. God damn it. What happened? 
I can't believe I went down and didn't get to say bye to Taryn. All right, new mission, guys. Uh, I said you abandoned the Arl and then you go bye to Taryn. Everybody say that. Not dissimilar to the skills that the Arls engender. Okay. Um, I'm running. Over, I'm running over to Gary, and so I want to just like, kind of like put my hand on like wherever like the actual injury is. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. Thank you. So that is. And you can that Cure Wounds works in your own consciousness. Ooh, that's maximum thing. That is twelve points healed. Thank you so much. I'm just like, you're okay, you're okay. Like, it's just like, it's reassuringly, like, it's okay, you're okay. Oh, so, it's like, thank you. As they wake up, I'm going to give you a uh, healing potion. You want one? I would love one. All right, well, you have your choice. One of them's a strawberry protein shake. One of them's a shot glass. One of them's a can of beer. One's orange and one's regular. Um, I would like the regular one. Ah, fine. One regular potion for you. Which is, uh, I don't actually know how much these potions are. I've never had to use them. That's standard. I cannot really remember how much is standard. Yeah, I don't. Sasha, how much healing is these, are these potions? I think that Right, I think they're 1d4, but I'm not sure. Oh, it's 2d4. 2d4? Yeah. Cool. So now I no longer have a regular one. But I am keeping the vial. I don't think it's better. What did he roll? Okay, I'll roll. Okay. Oh, that's good. Two. Two and three. three. So, five. so five plus two, which is seven. Seven. Four plus two. Oh, it's 2d4 plus two. Yes. Wow, thank you guys so much. Are you all better? Um, I'm not all better, but I'm, like, way better. Good, because we're going to have to fight the city guard next, by the way that Cassandra was talking. <laughs> hey, what happened to Terrence? <laughs> I think go? he's around. Yeah, because he did that super cool dagger thing. Right. Uh, Oh. Do you, do you, I think she, do you, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were just like Yeah, I shouldn't. Tongs, you shouldn't have given him any of your crunk. <laughs> you got too friendly. Oh my god. <laughs> I was just trying to help. You seemed like you were struggling. Oh, speaking of struggling people, I like yell out to uh, Cassandra and like everyone saying like, "Hold on, we're coming. We need to figure this out." Are they still running? Yeah, they are kind of at this point. They're behind the guard, and the guard oh, yeah. is holding the um, the two um, captors of Cassandra. Can we get over? Where's is the Paraton like on the bridge between us? Can we get around it or? Yeah, you can get around it. It's it's in your way. But um, and I should also note that where Terrence disappeared, there is a couch. Ooh. I feel like I'm not gonna success there yet. I want us all to see it first. Okay. Wait, who's trying to get it? (laughs) Because one of them's me. Mm, okay. <laughs> okay. Should we roll something? 
can we roll something to see who gets there faster? I mean, Harvey was right there, and you were trying to hide behind Tom, so I feel like that's... But I'm I'm right with the... I'm where, wherever Gary is. That's where I am. Yeah, but if that's not by where Terrence was. No, yeah. Terrence. Okay, fine. So Carry on. I'd like to close this to it. Yeah, me too. I want to see if, like, I want to see if, like, its feathers are special or if it has, like, a magic gem or some shit. Right, it exploded the coins. <laughs> it's not Um, it looks like it has some, it's, like, naturally or pseudo-naturally born. Um, but it's made out of some really tough stuff. So probably the the beak and the talons in particular would probably be worth something because they could be turned into something by a craft person. Okay. Um, the feathers might have been worth something, but they're stitched to shit, so... Fair enough. We'll come back and get these. I feel like we should go take care of this other stuff first. Yeah, this is a more urgent situation. Marching. Yeah, we make our way Now we're going over. So you get to where Cassandra is, and Cassandra has got, like, a running current of, these people didn't help me when I needed help, and these people kidnapped me, and how dare you let them do this? We definitely helped you. What? Like, I'm not... She is standing behind the guard, and the guard is in between you and her. I look at the guard and say, we did our job. Bless her. Yeah, I untied her. I found her! And he got her out. And then you can do whatever you want with these people. He looks at you, and you hear, not vocally, so you guys are not privy to this, but you hear in your mind, then how are these two green readers here if you did your job? I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) Then I say, well, what more do you want from us? They are not dead make them, so... Does he say that out loud? No. It's all, it's directly... Oh, mm-hmm. Well, I'm <laughs> concerned now, because if Renora starts just attacking him, it's going to look like she's going crazy. Yeah, she gets that crossbow out. Okay. And so I'm still armed. I really did not ever put it down. And I am always... And I just... I aim. I don't do anything where, like... Guys. Alright, you got these guys under under threat of fire. We have a mission. We cannot go through if we do not continue our mission. Wait, are you pointing your crossbow at us? No, no, no I'm not. Can I I wanna ask uh the do you, I'm like uh why do you want us to kill them and not like you kill them? You don't want like, passage requires sacrifice. Oh. Chill. I get that. I did like almost die. We killed two of them. I'm not looking at Spencer, but I do look at just everyone else like, will you stop me? What will we do? I am poised to do it. Quick question. 
Does anyone have the specific notes of what happens, like the several sessions ago that we got the submission? Was it that we had to clear out the bandits? Or we had to, we had to destroy the raiders, I think that's what it said. I don't. I don't like the problem shooting badly enough to murder people that I don't know. Passage might require sacrifice, but I'm not sacrificing somebody else. I turn to the main, like, the, the tiefling, the one with the broken horns. I just stare her down for a second, and I ask her, have you ever killed someone before? Or, have you ever killed an innocent person before? She looks at you, and she goes, I've never told anyone that wasn't trying to kill you. I'm going to make an insight check on her. Okay. 19. She's not yet here. Hey, does the other guy still have spikes now that we're not in the dream world? Yes. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was just something I thought of. <sighs> I mean, I know where I stand on it. Out of, out of the urgency of the dream world, I know where I stand on it, too. Which I don't really like the idea of killing him unless I just to get across the I mean, I don't really understand why why we can't have sacrificed other things. Like, I guess I just don't really understand the motivations. It feels like we did a lot because we managed to get them through, so now the people in the Spire of Dreams can decide what to do with them, but... I guess, I guess he talks to you again. He goes, you accepted this mission. It was declared that they should die. You said that you would be the executioner. But that was before we learned that they're just sort of stupid idiots who didn't realize what they were doing, you know? Like, you made it sound like they were horrible people. But I don't know if I believe that now. Um, yeah, I mean, they're just mutants. Like, they, they transferred their whole bodies, like people who've never used magic before into a place that's pure magic and and then one of them died from it. I'm pretty sure one of them turned into that dark mantle and then another one died on the way back here. Like, there has been a sacrifice. Yeah. I just don't understand, like, from what I understand, there's just sort of dumbasses who made a mistake. I don't know if I'm prepared at this point to kill them. Unless I'm given better information. He said one thing to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm trying to go just off of what uh, Gary's actually said, which is making it kind of complicated. <laughs> anyway, that's where I stand. I turn to the monk and I say, we are not from here. I want to respect your culture as much as possible, but where we come from, there are options for people to atone for these sorts of things. Is there nothing that they can do to earn the forgiveness of your sire? Or are they to be put to death? They could earn forgiveness if someone would vouch for them. What does that entail? Or is that all in that's all on set. Oh, okay. You guys have to talk to each other. He says that they can be forgiven 
was someone they have to know. What, what the hell does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean to go? I imagine say, someone of us giving the, our word that it wouldn't happen again. I mean, is I, that what it means? I, what is vouching for someone? He finally, he's, he reaches up and snaps his fingers. You guys all appear in the meadow again, and you're looking at him. Um, Have we ever been here? No, no, no. no, no yeah, because like, I, like, Tommy's kind of like, yeah, he's yeah, this is new. <laughs> I'm just like thinking to myself, shit, this is some elf bullshit. No, none of you have your weapons. Um, and he looks up and asks the questions you have. They'll hold you here until you've made a decision. What does it mean to vouch for someone? Exactly. If someone given privileges by the Lord of Dreams vouches for a criminal on our spire, they may continue to live so long as they commit no more crimes. If they do and are found guilty, both the person being vouched for and with a safe passage are you going to Are they allowed to keep the slider? Yes. So I could vouch for someone and then just take them away from the slider and then I... You could, if you were favored of the Lord of Dreams. Does he regulate who keeps the slider? The Lord? Yeah. No. Well, it's good to talk to him. Sorry. I'm just wondering, like, what if we just for them and just... We're not favored by the Lord of Dreams. Oh, we that's... haven't met the Lord of Dreams. I'm trying not to interrupt anyone, but we haven't met the Lord of Dreams. Let's go talk to him. Her. Well, it would be a lady of Dreams, wouldn't it? Yeah. Sandra was the watcher, the observer, or something like that. She the reader. She was a reader. reader. That's what it was. Yeah. Um... May we have an opportunity to go meet the Lord of Dreams before. Whether and how your friends and audience with the Lady of Dreams is of her design only. Lady, it's her. It rests in your reader. Is that not worth She is but a lonely apprentice in his eyes. Uh, why will the idea of going further out of our way save their asses, but I feel like it was kind of useless to pull out of the dream if we're just going to let them die. What if, um, would you consider letting just us across if we just left these two on the bridge? Like, you didn't let them in, they're kind of stuck there. There are all those wild beasts up there, you know, who potentially heal them. But, I mean, would that do it for you? How could you guarantee them never interfere with our sire again without death? Well, you've been a super good uh, bridge watcher so far, you know, like you've been stopping people. Well, not, you need to mock me. 
No, I actually absolutely do not. <laughs> you are scary. <laughs> You're a little scary. Um, and I respect your power. I'm just, you know, like, they're stuck. Or what if we got them over on the other side? Just keep them out on that side or whatever. If you could convince me that they've made binding vow never to touch, see, or interfere in the spire again, I will allow you pass. I'm gonna. Is, does she live lady there or no? No, she didn't come to the. I don't. I believe that they will start finding that there. Terrifying street. They won't. How do you propose making this now binding? All right. Well, there's always blood, right? Are you a blood wizard? No. But um, blood vows are harder to break than than regular ones. I mean, even if you don't have any enchantment to it, it feels... Well, you don't even need enchantment. All you need is for them to believe that you can enchant their blood so that you can find them. Like, that's half of magic anyway, is people believing what you're saying. So if we could, I don't know, trick them into into thinking that we can kill them with a thought if they break our vow, then that would work. I don't think it would work to the level that you want. So we would need actual blood magic, which I don't have. Any of you wizards got blood magic? Renora, you got any demons, demon stuff to bring to the table? Yeah, could you, uh, could you, uh, weird passenger help us out? It's very, like, dumb and kind really know what they're talking about, but, like, kind of. <laughs> I do not speak for him. <laughs> Alright, well, if you, you two cross paths, bring it up, you know. <laughs> Cast some truth that can make them swear. It's not binding, but it means that they wholeheartedly believe it. Is that enough for you? A person's limbs can change. It's just that they're like really the stupid. They're so dumb. And they're so terrified at this point. They just they just want Can I ask, um, are they you this now? Are you so angry with them because they took Cassandra or like because they were in the dreams when they weren't supposed to? Like because it sounds from what they, they have violated our spire. By going into the dreams, is that what it was? Not just by entering the dreams, but by trying to interfere with us on our spire while there. While on the while in the dream, they interviewed interfered with people outside the dream? Yes. Yeah, that's how they grabbed Cassandra. And then they were gonna get yoinked back out, but they're oh, this one you might not know. Uh guy. The what's your name? Alexander. Alexander, pleasure to meet you. Spencer Charlemagne. Um, he just, uh, like, cocks his head for a second. He doesn't give people introducing themselves to him very often. Alright, well, I'm going to write down that the guard's name is Alexander. Hold on. I don't remember that one. I can't imagine the quality. I need to cast a suggestion and, like, make them do something. But this is out of game. But it only lasts eight hours. Should I, I try to 
It's also his dream we're in. Yeah, also, like, the last time we were in the dream, and he told me that I had to, like, touch his left shoulder as we walked by to get the sleeping drops. It's like, even when he's in this little nice meadow place, he's pretty he's aware. Yeah. I just think that we should still go to the dreams, inspire dreams, with them in our care, and then we dispose of them in a non-death way. Or, like, let them kill them. Or we take them back to Siri and make sure that they cannot return. Is Tori or Renora saying this? I mean, what are you about to say? Oh, I was just going to tell him that, uh, I was going to say to Alexander, that um, they had a confidant, they had a, uh, a confederate or something, they had a helper who was on the outside, that's how they got in in the first place. And um, then he double-crossed him, and he didn't take him back out like he was supposed to. Did you catch him? Maybe they could lead you to him or someone. Well, yeah, I'm wondering if you didn't... Did you catch him? Is that why they, he didn't pull them out, Alexander? We knew nothing of, these, of this treachery. So maybe we should all go in, and then they can help guards or whatever find the dude that double-crossed him. Because if he's still running around, then this will just... He's the actual problem. These dead shits can't get out of a wet paper bag. Yeah. 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 They're really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you need to give them, like, a, a, an illusory tattoo that says these dead shits can't get out of a wet paper bag. <laughs> well, they're sleeping with me. Buddy, you're real jovial now that we're in your dream space. But, like, they're not the real problem. This this, this confederate is, right? The real problem is that any, any would attempt to enter. And by not killing them on site instantly, the moment we have the opportunity to do so, we would no longer be as effective at deterring further attempts like this. Yeah, I've got a pretty pretty strong uh, lockdown on on uh, like public opinion and stuff and like shaping minds in a vague way, right? So like, what matters isn't what matters isn't like um, whether or not you killed them instantly. What matters is whether or not people think that you killed them instantly, or whether or not people think that they were public publicly punished like perhaps you i don't fear death i fear embarrassment right perhaps you engage in deception daily but it does not come customary to most of us that's why i am giving you my advice in this matter <laughs> it's like not listening to you at all anymore i know face <laughs> i look at him and i say if you kill them now you're cutting off the corrupted leaves of this plant rather than the soil which is tainted. They can't enter the dreams on, on their own. I, that's not a good metaphor. <laughs> no, that was really good. That was a great <laughs> metaphor. They can't enter the dreams by themselves. There is someone on your spire who is not only capable of letting them into the dream space, but treacherous enough to betray everything that your spire believes in and 
they are living on the spire right now. If you kill them now, that person will continue to live on the spire, and this will happen again. It may not be tomorrow, it may not be next week, but eventually, someone will enter the dream space again without your knowledge, without your ability to stop it. If you let them go, and at least try to tone for this by finding this traitor, you might stop this problem forever. Would you stop? Would I stop this trade? Absolutely. You might kill him? Yeah, what are you saying? Just you gotta be a lot less vague, buddy. And like, stop stopping and destroying and like, do you want us to whack somebody? I will permit you entry and allow these, as you say, idiots to escape <laughs> the wrath of the Sire of Dreams. You and your friends will commit to rooting out this traitor. Wait. This traitor. Sorry. First he said stopping the traitor, and now you're saying rooting out the traitor. I just want to make sure. I want him dead. And do you all actually agree to that? I want to be clear that the first time, no one was going to kill people. Yeah, I didn't actually know why we were going to the Spire of Dreams. I thought we were just supposed to find some people. Yeah, we, like, explained that we had to go in and stop the dreams. But, like, stop and kill is different. Right? Well, not when she said it. <laughs> but I wasn't there! <laughs> Sorry. This traitor orchestrated the kidnapping of a religious figure, but more importantly, a scary and... We cannot let that um, If we go in and we decide, we say we're going to do this, will we have like free access in the spire because we're outsiders? I don't want to be stopped by your society trying to help your society. I can give you as much protection as I can. <laughs> How much protection do you have? Yes. I am locked to this bridge as a humble and permanent duty. My position, much like the readers, is highly important, highly ceremonial, and I am honor and duty bound to serve it forever. However, I have very little purview outside of this bridge. I can't even remember seeing anything else. That's rough. Yeah. Do you like it on the bridge? It is. Do you like all the cool monsters? They annoy you. That's pretty yes. nice. <laughs> yeah, because we fought that one and it was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. accept the terms of what Alexander's asking? It's, we could very well end up in a situation similar to what we just did. Yeah, we the might person, find out that... No, the, yeah, the person will be sympathetic. I'm sure they have their reasons. But let's not forget what they allowed to happen. We need to make sure that they can't do this again. I would feel better killing them because they ended up sending all those people and they then died in their dreams. 
I feel like Boss will probably step down. Yeah. I'm down. Then that's good. good. Yeah, I mean, as long as we know what we're doing before we start, it's fine by me. You agree to your turn, or I agree to your terms. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And as a request, once we get there, once these people that we have pulled from the dream have proven themselves and atoned for their sins, what, who can we speak to to perhaps give them a chance to live on the side? They did what they did out of desperation. They will never be well. Appreciate your understanding of the situation. When you go to escort Sandra back to Spire, make sure that you touch my right arm on your way past. Otherwise, I shall cut you down. Oh. Yes. Okay. And then I got you all getting out of the meadow. Oh, hey, wait, can you tell Cassandra we're cool and not to yell at us? <laughs> Are we out? Are we out of it? of it once I knew how to spell it. Because that's that's why I wanted to know how to spell it. I wanted to see a picture of it. And it is freaky. Dude, it could do some damage. Yeah. Yeah, that thing is scary. I'm so sorry. Damn. Is there a way I'm doing some badass shit? Yeah, no, you did some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, you, oh my god, I wanted to know how many points of damage you did. That sounds like 30 at least. Yeah. No, I did like, oh, actually like 26. I was about to say, it's like nice. You did like 90 damage like 30 times. Yeah, I was trying to Oh, Gary. Um, I was going to ask him. Oh, is there a finite amount of time you can be knocked unconscious? Well, no, but if you're unconscious yeah. and you get hit again, right? Is that. No, I think well, it's every six seconds. Yeah. Every six seconds, or you get hit again, and you have to be hit that second. Yeah, okay. So, luckily, like, you didn't have to, like, make. Yeah. Yeah, that was because. But it's not like, like, I'm unco- knocked unconscious this time. If I get knocked unconscious, like, next turn, that just starts the process again. It's not, like, added on. The only difference is that you didn't have ever take like your full HP or like health, like that's instantaneous. If you go back down, yeah. That's instantaneous. Yeah. Also, if you're unconscious and you get hit, it's an auto crit and it doubles the damage. Well, it's like two death saving throws. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, another day you'll die fast. And you, you've got to get, I think, like your max HP but in negative or something to die. It's crazy. Okay, so we're all out of the dream. Alright, so we need to. I should have done 
um, I turn to the two, the tiefling and the uh, other one. <laughs> hey, what are your guys' names? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm still like poised to kill, but I just slowly lower the yeah. gas and I say, "You live today." Like, hey guys, what what are your names? Um. She kind of rolls her eyes at you and looks at Harry. I'm Fenna. Fenna? Is that two N's? <laughs> yeah, two N's. <laughs> That's like, wait, uh, tiefling? Yeah. yeah. And then a uh, super cool spiky dude. I say that in game. <laughs> he gestures at his throat again and reminds me. Oh, yeah. Of What's his name? Do you know? Fenna looks at you and goes, That's Charles. Charles! <laughs> I'm Gary! <laughs> Charles is how you blow it. <laughs> so, uh, Brenna and Charles, we have had a little chat with um, Alexander, and I went to Alexander. Now I know all their names. <laughs> you could have asked literally much sooner. Gary, much like Rebecca, does not think about asking for people's names when she meets them. Um, uh, so we discuss, and he will allow you to live if you leave this Fire now. Yes. No, 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 wait. We've got to help. Don't, don't, don't leave yet. We, we have to, you have to help us find your boss. The guy who double-crossed you, the one you hate, remember, from earlier? No, I'm asking for that. Yeah, so I'm getting, sure, yeah. I'm getting there. Yeah. They are very confused. They're like 10 yeah. statues. Yeah. I'm just going to, like, gently cover <laughs> I'm going to bite you. You, you have to leave. Wait, 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 hold on. We have to resolve this. We're just like tussling in the background. He bites me. I'm not tussling. I, I'll stop if you tell me, but I will bite you if you put your hands near my mouth. Come on. Is this going? Is this happening? Harvey, I don't want to bite your hand. Come on. Okay, so, okay. Um, I'll take my hand. Just, just like gesture or something. Shut up, because I will. Okay. Okay. Anyway, as I was saying, Benna and Charles, it's been really nice knowing you. You will be able to live if you leave this fire and go that way to the other end of the bridge and hopefully get through. And you can never, ever come back or they will kill you, for sure. Um, but before you go, we would love your help uh, finding your accomplice who sent you into the dream vault. And, and want to kill and then him. left you there. Yeah, we're we'll be angry at him when you're gonna have. So. And I'll look at you, and she goes. The only reason we did this was because we were desperate and we were living between spires. Now we're injured. More than you can see. We've lost everyone we care about. And you're saying we can go back out into the cold with no help from the only spider that would be able to help us. After someone in their ranks helping bring us there. And oh in their ranks you would like you would like some help from us. The other thing is we could kill you. So like Yes, I would like some more. Can I give them both a health potion? Like, we can heal you a lot. 
But we could also just kill you. Which, Can like, you heal what we saw? No. No. But, like, I am saying, like, those are kind of your options at this point. We just agreed to kill someone so that you could do it. You don't have to be, like, weeping on your knees, but you cannot look at me and say that you would prefer that we go back under the knife there with his face and try to get something better. This is as far as I'm willing to go. Yeah, we've done a lot for you already. <laughs> she turns and looks at you. She goes, without fear, I'd rather you just kill me. And she starts to walk away. I um, grab her arm. While this is going on, Charles walks up to you and he pulls from around his neck his red, red star and puts it in your hand. And like, and he can't tell you thank you, but he's trying to. Okay, but she's walking away. She said they were coming there. The two was part of their brain. We are not going to let them go away without telling us exactly what I go over. You want me to make tacos for dinner? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I know it, it's. Family is perpetually hilarious to me. <laughs> you should meet them if y'all come out to the desert. That was my dad. Aww. No, you should come here. I can't bring them all here. I tried, but they wouldn't. They all wanted to go to Disneyland. They didn't want to tromp around in the city of Los Angeles. Still around? Mm-hmm. Is the elf still around, Spiky Boy? Yeah, he's here. He can't oh, no. see. Oh, Spiky Boy. Yeah. Right. I know. Oh, you finally answered his name. He's the sweetest Carl. Carl is the Spiky Boy. <laughs> right. I know. Um. Uh, is he still here? Or is he walking off with Fena? He's kind of stuck. Like he wants to go try to comfort her. Like you can see, he wants to try to stick with her. But, like, he's trying to do what you guys asked, but he can't speak. Right. I'm going to try 
uh, I'm gonna try signing some thieves cant at him and see if he responds to that. I'm gonna ask him. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say, uh, "Hey Charles," and I'm gonna sign. Did your tongue get cut out? <laughs> no, it's good. Like, how did? How can we get? It's also visceral, so if he understands me, it'll it'll show. Yeah, he, his eyes light up as soon as he sees you use these can, and he signs back to you that my rope doesn't work anymore. Is it cool? Um, can you give us any more information about Midnight, like his job, which takes a really long time to sign, but that's what I'm trying to say. What's yeah. Midnight's job? It takes twice as long. It takes four times as long. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to try and make that shorter. Something like, um, if you can, what's Midnight's job? Like, how did you contact him? That's even better. If you can, how did you contact Midnight? He just points at that um, At, at who? Fena. Fena contacted him. Hmm. I say, uh, thank you, Charles, and I hand him uh, one of the, uh, I hand him the orange health potion. Okay. And I say, um, with my voice, because it's a lot faster, drink that, but give me the vial back, I need it. <laughs> he looks at you and he, like, Sign back at you. Like, what the fuck is this? Oh, it's a health. I, I say and sign as fast as I can. Uh, it's a health potion. It should help at least a little. And he, he looks at you. He's like very suspicious. But he goes, he takes it. Um, and he gives you back the file. Thank you, Charles. Charles. And I relay this information. I say, uh, Charles doesn't know where Midnight is. They contacted him through Fena over there. I think it's okay. time for some truth. Oh, truth! I want... Yeah, I'm going to go over to Fena. Okay, you're going to have her running ahead. At this point, she's, she's done walking the whole time, so you have to go get her. You can go get her and you drive her back? No, I'm going to go run after her. I'm not driving her back right now. I'll go okay. with you. But, all right, you guys both go chomping after her. And she's not running. She just, she's emotionally finished. Um, yeah. So she just, she lets you catch her. Like, I thought we were done. We're not done quite yet. Because you haven't told us everything that you can to make things better for you, too. And so I'm going to... All right. I'm going to lean down. And, like, I want to kind of just, like, get right in, like, kind of space for a second. And I'm going to say, you think you've lost things? I died five ago. Do you think it's difficult to wake up in the morning? Imagine losing everything and try to put me on past that. So I'm saying I know how hard it is, but you need to find some other thing to get you up. And I point over to Charles and I say, he cannot speak. If you go to leave him alone, he is going to die out there. So I don't know how you're feeling. I don't know how much pain that you're in. But you need to go through this for him 
And here's what I'm going to tell you. If we can't find the midnights, they will hunt you down and kill you. And so I don't care how much you may not want to leave. Don't make that decision for Charles. So you're going to tell me exactly how you met the midnights, or how you contacted him, or how you got through the portal. Because otherwise, he is going to stop. And you can't do that to him. I have to say, an overhead airplane is suitably dramatic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's just the sound of, of Togs getting more and more angry as his brain whirs faster and faster. <laughs> she pushes a hand down and she puts it on her dagger. She looks back at As you fucking asked. You know exactly how persuasive I can be if I follow the whole magic into this. I'm asking you to please, once, let us help you without this evolving into another fistfight, into another just yelling match at each other. Please help us save your lives, his life. She looks over at Charles. She takes a thank you back and she goes, That's him. I cannot take you. Oh. Oh. You want to fight? No, I mean, like, let's go with your friends back with Charles and talk this out. Okay. After you. She. Fine. She walks happy talking. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff, dude. Well, or like whatever the equivalent of just like a <laughs> just like an exhaust just kind of out yeah. of the front, like a steam almost. Shut up, buddy. Let's go. I don't want to talk with them any more than necessary, but we just need to get the information that we need. Oh, they're sourpusses. Okay, so we walk. Don't mind, Charles. Yeah, I felt that. As soon as actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spiky Elf Chuck is actually very sweet. <laughs> He's very willing to help. He just doesn't know anything. Do any, do, does Charles have a, any weapons? Yeah. I'm sorry? Does Charles have any weapons? Not that you can see. Man. But he's wearing, like, loose clothes, right? I cannot stand Fenna at this point. Fenna was my meal ticket, and you guys made that not happen. Yeah. Just shoot her now. She'll hit me Let's not, let's not do anything that's going to end up with inter-party, like, violence. <laughs> yeah. so, yep. So let's get, alright, so we take Fenna over and we just say, just what you know, we're not asking you to know everything. Just anything that could help us. We were contacted. This guy, he's got a flair for the dramatic in a bad way. Calm yourself midnight, that's nice. Dark blue smoke pouring out of our ears while we're dreaming because we're talking with him bullshit. Okay. Told us he had a way for us to get into the spire and live there and be able to eat three squares a day. It was stupid and rash, and we didn't have a choice and jumped at the chance. 
he wanted us to kidnap this girl, the reader. It's all higher up bullshit. It's all politics. This guy's playing a game. I don't know anything about him. He just said that if we did it, that he would let us in. We made a friend to contact us into the dream world. As soon as we had the reader, our questions stopped coming. Is that everything that you know about him? I don't know if this is real. Whenever he appeared to us in a dream, he wouldn't appear with body or face, but he always had silver spectacles. I'm going to do an insight check on her real fast to make sure that she's not holding out any information. Yeah, you can't, you don't think she's holding anything back. She, okay. She walked back here, she's going to do what it takes to leave now. Does anyone have any, have any questions about this? Did he get in contact with you, or did you found him first? How did, like, why did he? We started seeing blue smoke pouring out of one of the caverns that we were trying to hide in. The weather out here, it changes like crazy. I don't know how long you guys have been here, but sandstorms are in the fucking gym. As a person who lives in the desert, they are no fucking a joke. <laughs> um, we saw blue smoke pouring out of one of the caves, and we thought there might be something in there that we could trace. So we went and stayed in there. As luck would have it, a sandstorm hit that night, and we slept there. And when we did, we all had the same dream. Where was the cavern? It's on the spire adjacent to this, on the other side. Does anyone else have any things to get curious about? I have a question for Cassandra. No. Is she around? No. You guys are talking, you're pretty far away from. All right, because like my thought, I guess I'll just express it. My my thought is that like if she knows somebody who like works with her, who wears glasses, who like she pissed off recently, like that might be a real lead, right? We'll ask her when we talk to her. Yeah, that's. I don't have any questions for this this tiefling for Fena. Did somebody heal her? Did somebody do some kind of stuff? Give it a shot? You guys healed her while you were still injured. Yeah. Okay. She still looked like pretty injured. She's beat up and ragged. Um, right around the edges, I guess, but she doesn't look like she has any visible wounds. Okay. She's I a actually, job. I mean, like, I feel like she's a doctor. She's a reader. I, no, she's a doctor. Oh, I, oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she's I, a job. 
<laughs> I reach into my pouch and I pull out ten of the green stones here. I get, put them in her hands and I ask her, do you or Charles have any physical injuries? I can't help with the emotion. She goes, let's just say we didn't walk in with an extra tail and spines on our backs, but we don't have any bones. Then, I, I'm oh, sorry. Take this money. If you make it to the fire of innocence, you buy some food there. They may accept you. Fair warning. They are very childlike, and they may take offense to swearing or anything that would be construed as non-innocent. As and they all worship this one kid, or any kids in town. Okay. So be nice to kids. There. But what you do with your life from here on out is up to you. I'll cast Goodberry. Yes. Oh my yes! I'm so ten, and I'm so happy. I'm so excited. I never know how to use this. So I cast Goodberry, and ten small berries appear in my hand, and I hand them to Charles because I like him more. And I say, uh, these should provide you nourishment for the next day, and they can also heal any physical wounds you might have. He looks at you. He's grinning. He like he like makes like approaches you cautiously because this is clearly someone who's grown up not being safe. But he approaches you cautiously and then gives you a hug and takes the take. Kind of before you realize what's going on and been able to return the hug, he's released you again, grabbed the berries, and retreated. Um, and while this is happening. The rings disappeared from your hand. Yep. And uh, Fana has kind of taken Charles around the shoulder and there's walking away. Try and teach people sign language. It makes it a lot easier for him for you to talk. Oh wait, does Fena know sign language? Hey Fena, you know sign language? She you stance back at you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I I do it back. I go. Sweet, cool. <laughs> Which I imagine is, shut the fuck up is probably one sign in Thieves' can. I can't imagine that that's an infrequent thing that people say. <laughs> there's shut up and there's shut the fuck up. Both yeah. one sign, one is rude. I look at everybody and say, they'll be shot on sight of the fire. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, we got. What time is it now? Seven twenty. So, oh, you're the one that's got stuff to do. If you want to call it now? We can. I'm happy to give it till eight if that works for everyone. Because I still want to have this group therapy session. I was gonna say. Okay. Yeah. Right. I have no time requirements. Yes. Yeah. Eight so, for me. Oh, eight for So. Tom. Oh, oh no! Yeah, I'm just saying ahead. we're gonna. Turn back to Monk. If you guys want to be able to talk alone, here is now might be your better opportunity because you don't know what Lloyd's team on the other side of the Tom, yeah, Thomas walks over and I kind of plants himself between the group and where the Monk and Cassandra are staying and says, We. Alexander is a, a paladin. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry. This giant sword should have probably took that off. A paladin. A paladin. 
Yeah, sure. A paladin. I love paladins. That's why we can't get past him. Jesus. Paladins are nuts. Bullshit paladins can do in the handbook. I'm like, Gary was almost taken away, so. That's true. I could just come back and say paladin. I like Gary. An even taller paladin. <laughs> <laughs> there wouldn't be a paladin in the world. <laughs> Tom spent seven months prepping to learn. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom's planted himself in front of between the group and the and says, before we talk to Sam, there's been a lot that's happened over the course of the last 30 minutes, three hours. We have no idea. What, no clue. No, like, yeah, I don't know what time happened in the dream, but we need to discuss some of the stuff that happened. Because this and I should say that like enough time has passed that it's definitely twilight. Like night is falling. It's not getting lighter. It's getting we'll probably have to end the camp on the upside scripture. This is important to take care of. So unless someone wants to start, I feel like the decent place is Spencer. I was gonna start anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can I, I would like, can I see Tori? Right now she's in the way. Uh, are, you're going the wrong way. There we go, that's fine. Sorry, Petra's on my lap, so I can't move. No, 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 that's fine. Um, uh, hey, 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 Eudora. <laughs> Just stone. Yeah, I know. I hate dreams. They're usually awful. You never have any power in them. Someone's always trying to catch you, or chase you, or get you to do something you don't want to do. They're very rarely restful. And so I was already on itch. And I know that we have a different approach to things. But I really am I apologize for trying to hit you with my sword. Stab me. Well, I was trying to actually slash you because then the wound would be bigger and you'd bleed out faster. But I don't um but I I said I would have <laughs> uh I mean peer like if you stab somebody with a sword they don't like it's not as Deadly unless you're really precise, which I really wasn't in the moment. Um, I I apologize. I'm I'm sorry. Spencer, how am I supposed to trust you going forward? I was exerting my opinion with no immediate threat other than poison to strike. Did not was not going to strike unless someone. I as you say that, out from behind you, smoke curls and turns and looks at you and gets right up in your face. How is anyone supposed to trust you? And then giggles and disappears. Did I hear that? Yeah. Okay, Renora. (laughs) People don't know what you know in your mind. Other people who aren't you 
don't have any idea what you're thinking in your own mind. All they have are their thoughts and your words and actions, which are similar. So from my perspective, and it might be difficult to transition between the two, but I invite you to try. I, I see from your perspective that you clearly knew you weren't going to do anything, right? But from over here, you seem like you'd gone nuts, right? And you were shouting, and it really stressed me out. And I look at the group, and I say, let's take a poll. Who? Oh, I'm not getting involved in this. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> we had an objective and I was following our objective. And when an objective only you and Gary knew. Whether that be to kill or to stop, I was apprehending, not making any sudden movements. Was it right? No, we actually we all know that it was wrong for Spencer <laughs> But who, I guess what I'm trying to say in the most roundabout way is, do you all think of me as a loose cannon that I would just snap as Spencer snapped and immediately tried to stab me? Not immediately. Uh, I had Spencer's blade in my chest and I still try I, I really am sorry about that. I, I would help if I could. <laughs> you just kind of stop. Sorry, I didn't realize no one else knew what we were going into the dream world to do. I thought we explained it really well. Sorry about that, guys. Then look at Tom's like, Tom's, what do you think of me? I trust you. Every single person here, I think if last night showed everything, has some inherent darkness, some inherent sadness, some inherent anything that has brought them to be in the arms right now. And so I don't think it's fair to judge any of us here based on anything but our actions. I did not know I was in the presence of the Carrie Widow. Yeah, I didn't either. I'm real sorry about your shot, but... I didn't know, Bernard, that you had your history. I didn't know that Spencer was willing to stab one of his party members out of desperation. So what I'm going to say is that we need to accept the fact that there are these aspects of each other, but if anyone here ever hurts another one of our party members intentionally look at it again, I will not hesitate to stop you. Not it sounds darker than I meant it to, but it's something where I will not allow us to break ourselves apart when everything through this journey is going to be very different and try and shatter us. And we need to be the only people who can stand together and actually work as a unit. We don't have to love each other. We don't have to do anything like that. But we do need to make sure that we're not going to break each other apart. I agree with Tom's. That was very smart. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Tom's too. I do need, if not for Renor to understand, 
but I need her to know that missions and objectives mean very little to me. And that the idea that we should kill people because of a mission that we were given by someone we didn't know less than a day before holds no water for me. And that if you want me to do something, you have to think of something better than that. Also, your shadow's real creepy. I, I hear you. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> you are valid. <laughs> I will say that the mission objective meant more to me because of the personal stakes I have in getting to the Spire of Dreams. Because as you can see, <laughs> I have a debilitating issue that was the reason I joined the Orals in the first place, was to find out how I could rid myself of this chaos demon that is inside of me, taking over my body every day. I am not 100% in control of my own actions. Believe it or not, I actually understand that. I lost a lot of things to not having control. And I'm just now barely starting to get that back. I will do a lot of things to help you, but I will not kill people. I'll kill people if they seem evil or they're attacking me, but I... Yeah, if they're, like, if they're, like, if they're trying to kill us, or, like, if they kick puppies, we can talk. But not until I'm sure. I'm going to pull one of the big, um, those big plant spine things, because those are pretty large, right? And they're kind of curved. Okay, I'm going to pull one out, and then I'm going to cast Create Water inside of it, and then I'm going to say, hey, Spencer, um, if Harold wants to hang out in the water for a little right now. Oh, thank God, I'm absolutely sure that he does. <laughs> I've been here for a while, we just didn't have a place to stop for it. But I'm going to put him right in the water. As quickly as I can, because I'm sure as soon as he sees the water, he's trying to get to it. Like yeah. when you have a, like when, like when you have a cat that doesn't want to sit with you. He's like, right. And I've had a cat on my shoulders trying to jump off my back before. So if this is anything like this, I grab him and I put him in the water. It's probably a very singular experience from my perspective. Yeah, no, you just see like water moving around. Like it's very disorienting. You have to sit down. Yeah. And I can see me pick him up and put him over this. Yeah. <laughs> it's very disorienting. Yeah. Um, if, as Spencer sits down, I'm going to go over to him and sit down right next to him and put my hand on his shoulder. And I'm going to whisper in his ear, I saw you take things from that dark mantle when I asked you not to. I'm not really angry about it anymore. But just know, someday you're going to die. 
and I'll bury you too. And then we're like, just like chill. I'm I'm sorry I didn't do what you said, but it's like okay. it's very much the same thing when we went to Carberry's house. Her instinct wasn't to just grab anything that seemed useful, right? That is how I live, right? I walk around and I see anything that seems useful and I put it in my pocket. And then I either sell it or I use it, right? In Dark Mantle Eyes, you can make a potion to... What can you do with them again? It was something to do with dark vision. Barely sure. You know you're going to use them to make something or give them to somebody who wants to make stuff with them and you know that they're hard to get and expensive. That's the extent of your knowledge. Right. But when we picked them up, I thought you said something about, like, you can make potions of dark vision or something. Like, it was some kind of vision-related potion. It's vision-related, but you can't... You Dark vision or um, seeing through fog or something like that. It's vision-related, but... Mm. Like, like one, they're incredibly hard to get. And we just had one that wasn't even a real dark mental, right? I think that that was actually one of the lost people. And if you want to cut me up, Gary, when I'm dead, I welcome you to it. If I have some liver or something that can help you not get poisoned as bad, you can have it. Like, there is putting the soul to rest, and there is making use of the parts that are left. Like, this... Um, I just, like, like, cut him off. I'm like, Spencer, I'm not mad. I No, this is how I... This is important. Okay. But I'm not angry. Like, I'm not telling you off at all. Like, I have... Like, Gary has been thinking about this since it happened, and, like, understand. Wow, what a jerk out there. It's the road. And then I'm just going to walk away, because that was all right. Well, that's fine. Okay. I, 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 what is it? Boy, give me a second. I'm pretty sure that when he was reaching around, he knew he was going to disappear, so he dropped it for us. Yeah. Can I say one more thing, Spencer? Sure, you can say whatever you like. I'm blind now. I'm sitting still. Spencer, we're on the same team. We might not agree 2% of the time. 100% of the time. I think it's more like 70 or something. I was never very good with numbers. She <laughs> <laughs> might have been. <laughs> I can say that I forgive you this time. If you ever make an attempt on my life, I will not promise I can save yours. Sure. I mean, the same goes for you, buddy. I don't want to have an antagonistic relationship, but like, you know... Seemed like you were putting me specifically in danger somehow. Also, I am way more relaxed now that we're not in. I'm talking to the air because I don't actually know how close Renora is to me. I am way more relaxed now that we're not actively trapped in a dream. Like shit, man. Ugh. Okay. Is there anything else? That has been left unresolved. Any questions? Any fears? 
because going forward, you have to make sure that we're more united in this. Can you tell us anything about um, what happened at the beginning thing? Yeah, who was that? Tom's. He reaches into his pouch, and you guys don't see this, but he opens like the sealed, like secret pouch, and he pulls out a piece of like kind of lacquered parchment with a charcoal drawing on it, and he shows you this, which is this little symbol. I grab Harold out of the water and say, "You can go back in the water in a minute, buddy. I need to see something real fast." Can I can I also see this symbol? Oh, I'll text it to you, Jake. Sorry. Thank man. you. <laughs> it's just. All right. uh, and then I presumably I see it, and then I put Harold back. My forge didn't burn down unintentionally. Someone going about this symbol did this. The only reason I haven't shared that is because. Donald asked me to. This has something to do with the theory. This has something to do with something beyond my scope of understanding. And so I share this with you as a request that you keep my secret. Donnelly is helping me find these people. And I truly do want to find out why my force burns. And I apologize if that caused me to lose it, as you said. Hear that voice. Uh, whoever burned. I'll leave that to you to decide. Was it you? Before? Well, I stand by you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll help you out. I don't know any firebugs, but I know a ton of thieves. Hey, um... Uh, so, I'll ask, does anyone know this? I, I don't actually have it yet. I sent it to you, Jake. I apologize. Let me Sorry. see. Yeah. There's no way I would really know it anyway. There's no way I'd know it. <laughs> I mean, like, in real life, I wouldn't know it, right? Um, uh, Sasha, is it the name of, like, a prominent gang or something? No, you don't know about it. That is a weird symbol. It's like half of a flying orb. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I beg you for your discretion on this. Thank you. So what do we do now? Wait, I have something I want to say to Carby real fast. Uh, Carby, now that I know who you are, I didn't rob your shop. One, you don't, I'm not a burglar, I'm a thief. I don't break people's houses in half and shake all their gold out, as is what, clearly what happened to you. Because you're not big enough. (laughs) One, I'm not big enough, but two, that's an incredibly inefficient way to rob someone. You don't, but if, if I were to steal from a store, they would never know, right? I wouldn't burn it down and take all the stuff out. And I know there's no reason for you to tr- for you to trust me, but one, I'm sorry about your shopping would have to, and I wasn't involved with it. Two, 
I can probably help you find the people who did it, but it sounded like they all got whacked. I know you didn't rock my shop because the people who tried are dead. Did you lose anything real big? I can help you get that back. The things I lost are not the kinds of things you can track down, but... Well, if you had lost something like that, I would help you go find it. Thing two, if you don't want people to know your last name, buddy, I got pockets full of names. Uh, (laughs) Like, if you want an alias, I can help you. (laughs) Just maybe you run into my ex-girlfriend, steal whatever's in her pockets. Um, is that the other person? Let's hear this. That was the other person with the Irish name. The shoot, yeah, Sirsha. Sirsha, yeah. yeah. So anything about what they're talking about? Uh, so wait, is Sirsha an elf? Uh, human. She's a human with an elf name. That's weird. Sirsha. All right. Well, <laughs> you were saying Sirsha. Sirsha. Person names. Yeah, that's like an famous actress. Elves don't don't get exclusive purview on Irish names. My favorite human name is Littlest. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's not what I meant. I was just thinking about it. Um, If I ever run into her, okay, yeah, I can do that. (laughs) That's real easy. I'm prepared to discuss what. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what's in the pouch? I was going to say, the last thing I want to say to Carver is we won't cry, but if you ever need to discuss what happens, we're here. Yeah. Speaking, speaking does not come naturally to Carver, <laughs> but when my shop, which was very nice, for a long time, the nicest thing that I had was broken into. That was when I found out that I was a sorcerer, and when I killed two men, didn't mean to, but uh, it's the beginning of the end for me. And uh, I thought everything could go back to the way it was, but I couldn't control the magic and I couldn't make anything without cursing. Eventually, Sirsha left for Greer Pastures and uh, I lost the shop. Lost everything. And I tried to run. I ended up here. Was that your secret so, to the night? That you killed two men? I don't like that happened. I don't. I wish it happened. But no, my secret to the night was my apparently recognizable last name. <laughs> At least if you happen to be a metal worker. Quite famous in certain circles. Or a thief who knows about the little marks they put on the bottom of jewelry. 
it's been a long time since I was well known at this point. But how old are you? That will lead to mystery. I'm so sorry to hear that. Things can never go back to the way that they were, but we can at least try to help you continue to evolve whatever capacity you choose to. I'm glad that we had this chance to clear this up because we can't fall apart with this again. So we're here to support each other. And I'm glad that we feel comfortable enough to clear this. Now, we have a lot of stuff to get taken care of. Let's figure out Mr. Simons. Yes, okay. Sorry. Thank you. I'm clear that up as well. You don't get the information until you've you've done some more identifying. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who can identify this stuff? Spencer. It's me. Wait, what's going on? We're going through Terrence's pouch. Terrence left us a pouch. Yeah. Yes, he did. Carby has it. Hey, be sweet. What, what's going on? You want to hand me something? <laughs> uh, so, on top of this pouch, there is a little note. And I, is it okay if I just read it? Yes. You quit with ice cream. Will it ever leave, though? Let me take this one and put him in the bathroom. I'm reaching to the pouch and you pull out a chocolate popsicle. <laughs> yeah, Gary's so happy. <laughs> like, ice cream. Oh. Do we have ice cream for bubbles? For it's unclear. Probably not. So I, like, bark ice cream. I'm thinking about my penis. No one asks any follow-up questions. It's honestly, no. Gary was so freaking by it, they were just like, it's cool, it's chill, not the vibe. <laughs> Forever, like, awake in the early hours of the morning together, Gary is going to attack. Gary is like, this is <laughs> That's one way to say the test. No one is going to, no one's going to question Renora. They're too scared. <laughs> well, no, it's like the whole situation where we're, like, doing group therapy and this comes out and it's like, you know what? I'm just gonna leave that for another time. Chaos, <laughs> got it. it. Okay. All right. So, um, on the top is uh, this note from Terrence. I'm not crying. And it says, "Hey, Irina, you know what happened." Um. I feel like I'm starting to like you guys, and that's always a dangerous spot for me, but you guys are idiots, and I love you, but you're idiots, and you're going to need some help, and if you're getting this, I can't be that help anymore, so you can imagine someone in my position that doesn't get caught with his trousers down can make quite a collection, so I've made a present for each of you. There's some choice stuff in here. Oh my god, I'm gonna lose it. Good luck, and good luck to me. And if we're both very lucky, maybe our paths will cross again. 
Can we just, like, drop the arls and go to the plane of fire and yell at Clarence's <laughs> ex-lovers? Yeah, let's get revenge! We gotta go beat up some petty guard <laughs> men. Yeah. Well, so, guys, I'd like my dreams to be fixed. Thank you! We'll get your dreams we'll fixed. No, yeah, like, that's, that's maybe, like, item two. Right? Like next on the list is go beat up the queen of the fire realm, right? And yeah, her. that's totally doable. Yeah, I want to fucking get them to lift the curse and then, you know. I've got a ring of water now. I mean, we can we can do it. Uh, also, um, oh, Jesus, I forgot Bryn's real name for a minute. Hey, Bryn, I would like um, more of a description of the what the ring looks like later. Because I'm trying to draw it on a card. I, I will draw you the ring, but we're going to do the Terran stuff now. No, I meant, yeah, later, later, later. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Right. So, um, there, this pouch is obviously a very um, contained bag of holding. It doesn't hold as much stuff as a normal bag holding would, but it's it's got enough room for way more stuff than it should. Um, it's a little Mary Poppins deck. Um, and I, I mean that literally like it's made out of like carpet bags like a little pouch but it's made of carpet um, so on the top is a pendant and it's just a simple metal pendant but it's actually rather thin something that you could probably crush um, and on it is the shape of a starburst and a shield um, Did you say Starburst? A Starburst. Like, not like a Starburst. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay. I don't know if that's like, what the fuck is a yeah. Starburst? <laughs> because I definitely just imagine a tiny pink square. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I am not like, like a shooting star, but then there's one star in the center and a bunch of stuff coming out? Okay. Yeah. I always have like a comet, a star with effect. I don't know. It's a star with some effect. <laughs> um, there's also what definitely looks like the weapon of like a magical girl anime. It's like a tall staff, and the top of the staff has wings, and they're like charms hanging from it's like it. Hard to like it's ridiculous. And it's two different things. Sorry. Yeah, there's two different staffs and a shield. Um, and like in the in the top of the the top of the wings, there's a, like a little shining light, and there's a tag on it that says "For Renora," and it's pink. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I <laughs> all those three things like blended together for me. Which is that? The staff. The staff. The magical girl. And it's pink. Oh my! Renora is just like. If you're annoyed with a magical girl transformation, <laughs> she grows like blonde hair, bald head, and she's like. Get you like a magical cat or something. There is a small um, black and gold orb that looks like a marble, like a big marble. And it's just got kind of like taped to it um, for Gary. There is a gold band that is um, inlaid with these screws. And 
it says for prior breeding. Gold band, like arm band. Yeah, like an arm, like an arm band. Arm bands. What color? Gold. Right. It's gold band. That's gold. I don't know. That could be white gold, maybe. You never know. Spray paint gold. decorations on it? Is it make a sound when you shake it? It is like it it maybe went through the bag of rolling. Like okay. it's like it's over the top, like sparkly with like Hawaiian airbrush flowers and it says aloha across the side. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you're telling me Hawaii came on please. <laughs> well so do flashlights. I mean who knows where the bag of rolling gets its stuff from. It's just a frat house somewhere on, like, Earth that just has a really cool magical item that you're in it. So, indie campaign. But none of, my, none of the stuff I put through it has come back any more magical, really. Like, it just turned a, a, a lantern into a flashlight, or it turned some water into some alcohol. Like, it's not like they're all cursed or something. No, I'm saying they switch places. They're oh, yeah, like, now they have some good stuff. Getting all this stuff. I'm just asking how tall this stuff was. Um, it's slightly taller than you. Okay. It's like no, five and a half or six. Like, and there's a curve at the end. No, actually, I drew a picture. Sorry, I didn't need to derail Tom's. No, it's okay. You're like sitting on that Oh, did I get my fun little magical girl stuff? Yeah, I'm trying to pull it so you can't read like, like the titles. And and okay. <laughs> okay. There is your tiny picture. Stop. Oh my oh. god. Holy shit. That was so Marble, but in Gary's hand, is it like like it's tiny? It's small. Hand. Okay, cool. So like how Paris would dress a dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Terrence as a dog. You pick up your staff, and it's, and it says, "It was always hard to resist your flirting." <laughs> We should never have gotten him drunk. I'm, oh, I'm way up. Anyway, I, I go. I want to try to teach myself the ukulele. Just the ukulele. Yeah, yeah. So you pick this up and he's like, I wanted to give you a high five so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I play a very bad note and I go, you're pretty cool too, bud. Alright, then I grab the end. I always. Always was impressed by your candor and your patience with these idiots. Oh, yeah, talk to I me. Hope to shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, God. God. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, yeah. Let's like, if you guys have my identify, I can't help you. Like, oh my God. Can't you spend, wait, hold on. I forget. You have I, to ask me, and I'll do it. No, like 20. Can't you spend like 20 minutes in a girl with I thought that was sorry. Like, figuring out what it does. Are you tuning it or kind of not? Is that not? Um, I mean, if an item requires attunement, you can attune to it, but I don't think I can. But Spencer can identify all of them as a ritual. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to try and identify my uke first to see if it's a magic uke or not. We're not in any danger. Like, yeah. Which is usually a fucking weight. Yeah. Yeah, like they're the the two of them are talking at the head of the bridge. So I'd rather know what these do before we get into the spire. Yeah, same. I'm kind of one of them. My problem is I only have two actual spell slots, so I could do two identifies real fast, no, but then the rest of them would I take think a long time. If you identify, you should. If you do it as a ritual, I think you're. Able He's to saying we could do two instantaneously. Oh, I don't mind waiting. We can wait. We just do like a sixteen minutes later. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. Alright. We're starting to do a transition. Yeah. One hour later. <laughs> Anything but the SpongeBob transition, I swear it's fucking up. <laughs> we'll just do like a wavy thing. Yeah. Okay, so what are you what how are you doing this? Um, I would like to because I'm holding it, I'll do it on my thing first, see if my youth's got magic. So, um, tell me what you know from... Um, I will read you the little card again. I know it's, I ask you to every time. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. It's, um, can I, can I, you want me to literally read you the little card or do you want me to just give you the gist of it? No, I won't just give you the gist of it. Um, works best on objects. You're holding a magic object, um, or a magic imbued, a magic item or a magic imbued item, which is different. Learns properties, how to use it, whether or not it requires attunement, how many charges it has, what kind of spells are affecting it. If, yeah. So, like, if it's got a spell that it's made of, you find that out. If it's got a spell that it's imbued by, you find that out. Like, if you found a rock, you found, for example, a ring that has the 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 spell shape water in it, you would understand this little card, and then you can only use the ring once a day. That sort of thing. Okay, so... Your ukulele does require attunement. 
Um, mm. And this thing was special before it went through the bag of trophy. Um, and its specialness kind of got a little warped um, in the transition. Um, it is an instrument of the bard. Um, and it has some specific properties. Um, it can make you invisible for 30 seconds, but only if you're playing but on the ukulele, so there's only four strings. There's still constant noise. It can also um, cast vicious mockery. We just mock each other back and forth. Yeah. It's how you have no. So excited for Spencer's vicious mockery. Um, both of these effects once a day. At your discretion, but and it can, the it's truly special quality is that it can help you be guided through dangerous circumstances. But those that special skill that this ukulele has depends on your skill at playing it, and so you will have to learn to play the ukulele. <laughs> I am not going to be involved around those campfire nights where it's fucking Spencer trying to play this fucking gun. He's like, can you just like, alright, he was Wonderwall. I'm like, what? Wow. 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 I will not stand for this. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to think of a word. What's the word that I'm trying to... I'm sorry. It's dependent. There you go. Sorry. Thank you. Dependent on skill. Yeah. And this is all kind of like up to my discretion, but it's it's a if you do well enough and you roll well enough, it's it can get you out of a tight spot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I do. Then I. Oh, sorry. Go. You decide. What do you do next? Oh well, I'm still letting Harold. Because here's the thing: I don't have to see it; I just have to touch it. So I'm still letting Harold play in the water. And, uh, to, You're so, I, seeing all of this, like, kind of through a kaleidoscope, it's like, Harold is very happily, like, darting through this leaf. Look, all I want is for that little monster to be as happy as possible. So, that's fine by me. The water is slowly turning, like, a, a creamsicle color. <laughs> oh, that might, uh, might, remember last time that made him slightly less, um, gray? So maybe we can just as Harold soaks, the water turns orange. Thank you. Um, I was wondering about that. I was wondering if it was like his piss or if it like <laughs> some aspect of him. I don't know why that made you. That, that was something that made you laugh. Really? Because it made so much sense. Like, what else could it be, you know? I mean, he doesn't really eat solid food. So there's no reason. It's just like, oh, he's imbuing it with powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just say, uh, thank you all for waiting. My youth's got magic in it. Sick. I need to learn, learn to play it. And I go like this. Uh, who else got something you want me to find out about? I put the orb in his. Cool, we're doing the orb. Okay, so you have um, the Encyclopedia of Bestia. Oh, 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 oh
What? I'm only writing my thing. I guess I'd know all of them. Yeah. It's I'm wondering how much I should write down. I'll just try and remember it. Go. We'll pretend that I'm telling uh, Gary everything that you say, and then I won't write it down in my book here. Okay. So once every long rest, you can toss it into the air, and it will hover around your head, and it will describe in detail a single beast that you see, including its weaknesses. Oh! Hey, but you can use that once per once, once per rest. Yeah. Once per day or once per rest? Once rest. per rest. Okay. L- long rest, though. Long rest. I get short and long rest confused in my mind. Um, can I ask if I... This is stupid, but if I toss it into the air, when it's done describing things, does it just go back to my palm, or do I have to, like, try and catch it? No, it will come back to Okay, it. cool. It, I should mention it requires attunement because okay. it has to be paired with you. Right. Yeah. So that and it, um, the only other thing is that it can be stolen. It okay. can be snatched away from you. So while it's functioning, you have to protect it. Right. Well, um, and it's not be stolen by me, Bryn. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> while it's like around your head, it will transfer. That's like what we do. We got a we got a free auction at our band. Who'll give me five? No, I'm just kidding. And then I and then I uh, then I, I identify it. Okay. So do I have to be able to see something about it? Yeah. Um, okay. I know. It's great. They're like little wings. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um. So. I, okay, so he tells this to you. Here's the thing. We're all sitting in a row, and I am literally saying whatever it is. Like, you could text it to me, and I could give her, like, an abridged version or something. I could say, like, it's secret, but, like, it's not going to occur to me that it's secret as I discover these things about it, right? Exactly. So this is an object that is designed to control your sorcery. Oh. Um, it, if worn, will prevent you from having to roll on the table, but it will require a sacrifice of of two skill points of your choosing. Two skill points? But you could wear it while you were working on crafting to but prevent like, like yourself. No, not permanent. So you just like slide it on the table. While you're wearing it, it will prevent you from accidentally imbuing objects with magic other than the one that the magic you choose. Oh, right. Well, I don't have that many skill points. What do you mean by skill points? Like the ability score stuff? Yeah, ability score points. So she takes off the dex, but she takes it off and the two maxes come back. Yes. Okay. 
Is that is that like like if my dex is plus two, do I lose those two, or if my dex is fifteen, does it go down two? It goes to thirteen. Yeah. Which would just be minus one. But you could also choose to, like, take out your charisma or something. Like, you can go pretty low on stuff like that, and it'll go back up. Her charisma's kind of important, though. Yeah, charisma is what my spell casting is based on. Fine, then your constitution, and you'll just try not to get a cold. Like, like, like there's a way to do it. This is very exciting. That's super good. It's a, it's a way to control your um, sorcery. Is it dark? No, it's gold. But it's got screws. What do you know? It was like dark magic. Uh, screw into my skin? No, the screws face out. Oh, okay. I also thought that it was just like sharp on. Mm-hmm. Like, like lightning? Like lightning attractors? Yeah. Okay. That's just <laughs> dark magic. Yeah, is it dark magic? <laughs> Hey, I love my uh, my uh, step could be appraised. Hey, yeah, of course, step right up, step right up. That's a very that's a very cool thing, Carby. That seems like somebody made it exactly for you, which is sick. Yeah. And knowing what I found out five minutes ago, I am extremely excited that you have this dumb thing. Yeah. Not dumb, but like you know what I mean, like like this goddamn thing, <laughs> maybe. All right, who, who's next? Who's got a thing? Dumbest goddamn or interchangeable in this situation. <laughs> um, I would like my staff to be to be analyzed, please. Okay. So mm, you know, we could all like our staff to be angry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, man. Okay. Uh, I analyze it and I tell you whatever Sasha says. That's <laughs> such a good incentive for him to be here. <laughs> I couldn't tell if that landed or not because uh, Harold's still playing in the water. Does no, you're not gonna you're not gonna jump me or something, are you? I roll my eyes if my irises were apparent, but they aren't. All right, cool, dude. Uh, I'm gonna examine a thing. So um, you hand over this like plastic colored like pastel staff, uh, and it is like a plastic. <laughs> It's so very Renora. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, so you hand over the staff of the Dream Walker. Ooh. Got a name. Um, this staff allows the bearer to walk on liquid, smoke, or mist. Oh my god, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Renora, but who is Jesus fucking Christ? I'm not sure I recognize this name. That was definitely Tori. Renora is just like, <laughs> but extremely satisfied and very much wishes Terrence was back. It seems super useful. What else they got? It also, while this is occurring, causes a large woven cloak to blow out from your shoulders, and you scan plus three charisma and persuasion. Damn, I actually already have, like, three high charisma. <laughs> this skill is available once a day. Okay, once a day. This is like a blessing of a trickster god. Holy cow. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. So, so... That's what Big Spencer says as he's describing this. <laughs> a cloak? Like... 
fluke. But like it's 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 very fluffy. It's a fluffy She's I mean and it's definitely pink. Well, I guess this is I mean better than nothing. You don't want to get worse in the mouth as they say. I don't know, man. I'm still trying to find a place to dye my black coat blue, but, you know, keep our eyes open. <laughs> Damn, that's cool. So my charisma is my three. Uh, like, three ability score points? Or, like, is it like my jacket where it's a plus one? Plus three. 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, um, can I, can I use it to walk more than once a day? Or is it just the, the no you, it, one use? One but use. it is also a very it's a good weapon. Oh, what's the do you have a plus a hit or damage? It's plus two to hit, and when you hit, it's three d six. If you get if you get a bonus, like if you hit um, on a secret number, you get. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that'll be. You guys have to walk me through that. Like, okay. All right. Super cool. Who's next? There's one left, right? I hand the amulet to Ah, shit, an amulet. You know what? I bet this one doesn't have a ghost in it. I, would I sure hope this one doesn't have a ghost in it. I hope Terrence doesn't want to curse me that badly. No, you guys seem to get along. All right, here we go. And I look at it. Or I don't look. I identify it. So you identify the Starbeam Shield Charm. Starbeam Shield Charm. (laughs) Crush before the beginning of an enemy attack. And you will be invulnerable to damage. Furthermore, if the enemy attacks you, they will suffer 3d10 radiant damage as starlight bursts from the broken fragment. What? One use only. Oh! Period? Yeah, Yeah, because you gotta crush it to make it work. But man, he liked you, dude. Okay, invulnerable to damage. And then 3d10. Radio damage? Okay. Ever. You save that for when we're fighting God, man. (laughs) When we go back to Asteri and it turns out that Aster was behind it the whole time, you save that one for then. (laughs) Yeah. I'm gonna carefully, like, put that into the bag. Okay. And it has a quarry attached if you wanted to put it on right now. Oh, true. I'll put it around my neck, but I'll, like, I'll see, like into, into, the armor. into the armor, like, underneath, like, kind of, like, the face plate. Okay. Who's going to keep this tiny, messed up bag? In the middle. I mean, like, there's gears in there, but I'm not just kind of, like, hitting, like, the front. So it's going to, so whenever Tom's walks, there's even more of a clang against a metal base like, <laughs> which is, like, against the more clink, clink, clink of everything on his body. I guess I'll just carry my staff on my back, right? Okay. It's like the, the little charms are like the over oh, 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 kind of above your shoulder. I love this so much. For more chaos, it's like, oh, like on earth. <laughs> oh. 
who who wants the uh, the little tiny bag of holding? I feel like Garrett should have it because you're the one who likes the most stuff other than Spencer. Yeah. Yeah, you can have it. Cool. Thank you. All right. One carpet bag of holding. Is there like a specific amount that you can hold or should I? You'll tell me if I put something in the stuff. We need to go to sleep. I mean, we did sleep on the bridge after all. It's twilight. Yeah, if you decide to go to sleep, I mean, you've been asleep for a really fucking long time. Yeah, but we also spot someone, and you guys lost your slow loss, right? Well, I say that we can walk through the door next time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, before we wrap up, can I have my little vials of coffee back? Oh, yeah. I'll hand mine back. Yeah. I never had one, but... Oh, Cameron's had one. Oh, oh yeah, I, was say, I had. Here, wait. I wrote down where everyone, how they got uh, uh, distributed. Here we sing walk through and this session. Are we? I took Carberry. I say like, please frame of us like walking confidently okay. down the bridge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As we as we walk this club style, where yeah. we like, oh, we yeah. feel like oh, yeah. my parents. <laughs> Um, I want to cut us, uh, I think I'll do druid craft over the dead creatures that we killed so that's more small on it. Okay. I was thinking about doing something fine. Okay. Concentration. Hey, um, Gary never had a thing of coffee, but Renora did. I, uh, I gave it back. I'll do it back. Can I have your uh, two back? I already said yes. It all, it got lost, but thank you. Oh my god, yes. That was... Use that so, What do you guys think? That was so crazy. I know. So happy for Renora that Terrence, like, enjoyed... I know! I'm gonna learn to play the ukulele. How will our heroes make it out of this one? Our DM is Sasha Rose Hansen. The players in descending alphabetical order are as follows. Carberry, played by Bryn Ziegler. Gary, played by Rebecca Michelson. Renora, played by Tori Chancellor. Spencer Charlemagne, played by Jacob Earl, that's me. And Tongs, played by Grayson Abel. We're produced by me, Jacob Earl. Our theme music is Rathgar's Theme, which is available through Late Moon Records. Tune in next week at rathgarshoard.com and as always try not to die